Hi, I'm Brittany. I'm Amy. And I'm Katie, better known as Joiner. We are three best friends and professionals, pediatric speech-language pathologists, and moms who try really, really hard. But we are by no means experts. In many cases, we will be learning right along with you. The advice we offer is of a general nature and certainly does not replace the advice of a medical professional. We hope you leave our conversation with something in your cup, whether it be laughter, new information, inspiration, a question. We hope we can fill your cup. Welcome to the Cup of Counsel podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the Cup of Counsel podcast. Today, um, it's episode two. We have two of these now. And the title of this episode um, is New Identities. We're going to be just briefly touching on each of our journeys into motherhood and the transition from having, from not, sorry, from not having kids to having kids and how that's kind of changed perspectives and our lives. So, yeah. All right. So, Joyner, what is in your cup today? Well, I got red wine in my real cup, but in my metaphorical cup tonight, I'm honestly just thinking about, since we're on this topic, how different my life is ever since I've had these two small humans that I have the privilege of them calling me mom and just how different it is. Mm-hmm. You mean like one minute you're... Staying up till 2 a.m., drinking 17 cocktails, <laughs> sleeping in till 11. <laughs> and then the next minute, you're up all night because the baby's screaming and you are learning how to survive on eight hours of sleep over the course of like four days. Right. <laughs> yep. That's exactly what I mean. And the life that I had before um, of that whole sleeping until midnight and quiet. Sh- or sleeping until midnight. What am I talking about? <laughs> Staying up till midnight and then sleeping in till forever. Um, and just being alone, even to take a shower is completely changed because, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, there was this one time. Um, so I was in the shower and I'm just standing there naked in my shower. And my son, who I put down for a nap and was completely sure that he was asleep, um, and so I was like, all right, now's my time to go ahead and get like a hot shower. And I go in there and enjoying my shower. And then my bathroom door just busts open. And who is it but my little son? And he is carrying a bag of frozen shrimp, which means he has gone downstairs <laughs> to the freezer and then brought this back up to my bathroom. He's carrying a bag of frozen <laughs> shrimp and walks into my closet next to my shower and throws the bag of frozen shrimp into the closet and says, those are for the enemies. And I have no idea (laughs) why, but that is an example of what my daily life is like now. Like this is your life now. Yeah. Yeah, It was a moment where I just stood there and I was like, this is it. This is, this is, you know, he was like sleepwalking or something. No, he was wide awake. He intentionally went to our freezer, got a bag of frozen shrimp and thought, I'm going to go throw this in mom's closet while she's in the shower. And I, I have no explanation for it. <laughs> Kids are the best. It's funny. They're- yeah. You have like those moments. I like, it's almost like out of body, out of body experience. Like I remember a specific one for me was like shortly after my third was born and I 
like had to go to the bathroom and she was screaming and she needed to nurse. So I was like on the toilet <laughs> nursing her. <laughs> then the four-year-old like needed me at that moment also and wanted a book. So I was like, and then the two-year-old who was just being a pain in the butt was like also needing to be involved and whining. I don't even remember what it was needing something. So I was like in the bathroom, nursing a baby, reading a story to a four-year-old sitting next to me (laughs) as a two-year-old was like screaming at me. And I remember like, I vividly remember that moment because I was like, this is my life. This is my life now. (laughs) This is my life right now. (laughs) I love those moments. I love those moments where you will sit and be like, this is it. This is my life now. Like one time... I was in Target and I was I had a nurse. This is your nursing story, and we think of this. And I was like, "Oh, I'll just go to the lawn and garden section and sit in their outdoor furniture and nurse this baby." <laughs> and so it was in the back of the store. So I thought I was being like, you know, discreet about it, which discreet. isn't even necessary. But I was, I was, and I went back and I sat on this lawn chair and I was like nursing my baby, and it was my first one, so I was like really into it and just trying to like figure it out, make sure he's happy and stops crying. And this, I'll never forget this man came back and he literally steps over my legs. Cause it was such a small, narrow hallway that I was in and <laughs> our aisle. And he steps over my <laughs> legs and he was like, Oh, Oh, excuse me. I just need to get those nails over there. And I was like, Okay. And I'm just sitting oh there gosh. on the Target lawn furniture nursing the shuttle. This man awkwardly is like stepping over me to get a nails. And he's like, thank you. Okay. Have a good day. And I was like, thanks. And it was a okay. moment of like, this is my life now. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I had a, mine have been, they're more uh, vivid in my mind since I all, I have an eight month old. So I'm still in the first year of new mommy life and still mm-hmm. having lots of firsts happen. And my moment of like, holy crap, this is this is our life now was first night home. And I had a C-section and we have a very tall Tempur-Pedic bed. And anybody out there who had C-sections, you know that it is very difficult to get up and down anything. Mm-hmm. So my husband's trying to hoist me up into this bed, <laughs> my, you know, four days postpartum. And the baby is just screaming his head off because you know it's a four day old baby and I'm like oh boy this is the magic now this is it <laughs> I love that you said hoist me up hoist me up hoist me and just a really good image in my mind we all know what Tim, we know what Tim looks like so I just imagined Tim like literally <laughs> hoisting yes. you into a bed yeah my very nice in-laws supplied a uh, step stool, not just like a cute little stool, like literally the three ladder <laughs> step stool. Like stairs. Stairs. And then my mom gave me a couple wedge pillows. So, you know, Amy, you had C-sections too. It's no yeah. joke. Um, it's but, and maybe, you know, natural birth too, I'm sure is very painful and feels uncomfortable too. But, well, yeah, oh man, I, I had a step a stool ladder. No, it's not. <laughs> I had a ladder next to the bed and... At least ladder. for at least a month. Yeah, I'm calling it a ladder, guys. It was not a step stool. I'm calling it a ladder. That's it. I'm calling it a ladder. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. It's different to just go from like not having to worry yeah. about anyone to then being and it, paranoid all the time and anxious. All the time. And, yes. and anxious. Yeah, I remember our first night home and 
little man would not sleep in the bassinet that we bought him and or got on our registry or whatever. And so I put him between us and like, you're not supposed to do that, you know, whatever, all the rules. And I was like, I I have to do something. He's not sleeping. And just waking up in the middle of the night being like, oh, we need to go to Target and get like this in the bed bassinet thing. And just having that like mom instinct of Mm -hmm. like the thing I already have set up and planned is not working Mm -hmm. at all. And like immediately had this like idea and it existed. And we went and bought it the next day and he slept in that for like his first mm-hmm, three months. Yeah. Um, so you have these like very like instinctual reactions to things. Oh, yeah. That is I'm still experiencing for the first time. And it just happens like automatically. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I think we were all going to kind of talk about like our journey to motherhood. Mm-hmm. Amy, what was your journey like? You mother of three kiddos. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a little bumpy start to conceiving and we can maybe talk about that in a future episode in more depth, but um, we had a little infertility trouble with the first um, child. And so when that all happened, it was of course a little bit surreal because we were thinking it would take longer or maybe not even happen at all. Um, and then the other two that came after that, my kids are exactly two years apart. Like we, their oh, birthdays right. are weeks apart. Mm-hmm. I say, yeah, I call so that a mating season. Yes. So we, yes. <laughs> Your kids, I have that in therapy too. I'll have siblings where they all have birthdays very close together. And mm-hmm. I will say, Oh, it's my this family has family. a mating yeah. season. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Sure. Thanks. <laughs> sure. We can call it that. That's fine. So Amy has a mating season. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <clears throat> so yeah, I, I she don't doesn't know answer texts that. It was as much and she won't call us back very often. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop it. Um, I will say that this third child has sealed the deal and we always thought we wanted four kids and I think it's a combo of the pandemic and this third child who is just a little bit of a like firecracker. Um, that's made me decide like I'm too old and I am too tired and everything is fine the way it is right now. So <laughs> three is where we're at and it's fun and it's super busy. And this year has been, we're going to talk about this in a future episode too, but about pandemic parenting and how that has changed things because um, we each have different situations with that also. Um, mm-hmm. That's been a huge challenge, of course, for everybody. And But it's also been a little bit of a blessing in disguise because I've gotten to spend more time with my kids that I wouldn't have probably spent otherwise. And I think we're closer as a family now because of that. I also really, really want to leave a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but we are yeah. closer as a family. <laughs> you're like physically, 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 we are all closer. Physically, we're closer. <laughs> We've been so close in the house together at one Ever. time. No, yes, <laughs> I, I have vivid like imaginary like moments where I'm like picturing myself just in a hotel down the road. <laughs> alone by myself isn't that funny before you had kids that was your life all the time that was it all the time and you didn't even realize like i was like i'm so bored i'm not doing anything with my life and now i'm like i don't remember the last time i was (laughs) never bored now yeah yeah 
And I, I miss like, which we'll, you know, talk about later on too, but like things that you miss, like little random things. And mine is being able to eat whenever I want. Now maybe you guys can eat whenever you want with older older children, but I have, (laughs) I just, you can't Mm -hmm. with an infant who needs constant Mm -hmm. attention. Are you like, I'll literally be like one bite, like here I go. And he's freaking out. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. And I remember I would just eat food to stay awake when I had a newborn. Like <laughs> you were zombie like yeah, for sure. I was like for like two straight yeah. years. You hallucinated. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would like hallucinate. Well, here, I'll tell you why that why was. Why don't you share your yeah. Yeah. let me tell you why yeah. I was eating food <laughs> and hallucinating. Um so I actually my first introduction to uh being quote unquote apparent was I actually had a miscarriage, which we will talk about more in future episodes. Um, but I then a year and a half later ended up getting pregnant. Uh, it was a surprise, which actually I've always made fun of people who said that because I'd be like, they'd be like, Oh, we have no idea how this happened. And I'd be like, you know, you don't have any idea how that happened, huh? And it was like my karma because it, that happened to me. And I was very um, blessed to have a little boy and uh, was just going along, living that newborn mom life, exhausted and just making it through and just eating sweet snacks to stay awake and um, baby wearing and doing all the new mom things and went to a bachelorette party. And one weekend when he was about six months old and didn't feel so well at the bachelorette party. And so I came home, uh, stayed, but then I came, when I got home, I was supposed to go to another bachelorette party for my sister-in-law the following weekend. And I thought, you know, I better just take a test just to like for peace of mind that I, that being sick, cause you know, when you're around that whole baby time, you just think anything that you feel is like, I don't think I'm pregnant. And I did. I took another test and you always feel like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. I was just like, I'm probably really tired. And I took another test and, Mm -hmm. um, surprise. Our second one was just in there hanging out. So I had my kids, (laughs) (laughs) um, I had my boys, they were only 16 months apart. So I had two, I had a 16 month old and a newborn at the same time. So that's probably why it was like hallucinating because I was so tired. And I remember one day I Googled, can you die of exhaustion? Because I was literally seriously curious <laughs> if anybody in history has died from being as tired as I was. Because every day I was like, this is the last day I'm going to be here because I'm just going to probably die from this. This is because I was so tired. It's so it's the most intense exhaustion mm-hmm. that you cannot describe until you're mm-hmm. in it. It's in, it's so intense. Yeah, oh my gosh. It was, yeah. And you have to be on and it never stops. It's a treadmill. My mom always called it like the treadmill. Oh, yeah. Like there's no break. No, ever. you just they're always there. They're always in that room. They're always Next there. They're like, always oh. there. Yep. He's still in there. Yeah. I know. I remember I would get really hot. My body would get really hot on the days I was tired. Yeah. And I would literally to look at my husband and say, like, I'm overheating. Like, you know, and like your computer's working too hard. And it just like overheats and like die. Like it like stops working. I do know. Right? I do know. Actually. Your laptop did that. That was my body. I would look yeah. at Eric and I'd be like, I would look at my husband and say, like, 
I'm so hot. I think I'm overheating because I'm, I can't work anymore. I can't, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) You were like a special kind of exhausted. Like talking to you was so interesting. And that I do remember that. It was so bad. It was so bad. And I probably was doing some things right and some things so wrong because they weren't sleeping ever. And so, yeah, that was a fun time, but I can say that it's the weirdest thing because we can say all these things about how I think they almost killed me from being so tired and how we can't even sit on a toilet without one on our body parts. And the other one (laughs) destroyed our body to a point where we literally had to have a person catapult us into a bed. And the end of the day... (laughs) And go to physical therapy weekly. They are literally the best thing that has ever happened to me. And it's the the most odd dynamic. I'm like, like, it is the best thing I've ever done. But it was... They like go to bed and you're like, okay, bedtime. And I sit there and like watch videos of him and look at pictures. What, what What an odd thing. But it's... I know. And then like, I have realized that I go to bed way too late, but I think a lot of people can relate to this in terms of like, that is the only time you get to yourself. So you stay up entirely too late. I had a kid in therapy the other day, a student in therapy tell me that his mom in the morning, he can't talk to her right away because she just needs her coffee and to look at TikToks for a little bit before he can talk to her. (laughs) (laughs) That's totally me. I have my TikTok time. I was like, I was like, I feel that mom. I feel that. I get that. And he's like talking to me about it. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's so funny. And in my head, I was like, that's going to be my kids going to school and telling their teachers that probably. Yeah. <laughs> we, my husband, and I definitely have the issue of staying up too late. Cause first of all, we stay up late no matter what. We're not morning people. We prefer to be up late. And we just like at first when he was little, we would go to bed early um, but now we're like, no, like we want to watch a movie and we want to drink something fun, have dinner together. Yeah, it's so your only time. It's you get. really hard because that's mm-hmm. your time. That's your time where you feel like your couple again, which I'm sure we'll talk about in an episode. Your how your relationship changes so much in a marriage. Yeah, but that's a good one. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, so my journey to motherhood was recent and during a global pandemic. So I feel like um, they're the only baseline of people that will like, uh, what's the word, have the same feelings and experiences as me. Are you other moms out there that had a baby, your first baby, particularly during this? Because looking back was like, I didn't realize like how muted the pregnancy was and how muted the whole situation felt. I knew it felt like really different and probably not how like normal pregnancies feel, but it was crazy. So crazy to have to be five months pregnant and the whole world just shut down and you're like, oh, this is terrifying. So um, we're going to do a pandemic parenting slash pregnancy episode coming up here. But that's going to be a good episode, I um, think. Yeah. 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 We all, I mean, yeah, everyone had a such an insane year, but especially new moms where you're already so nervous about everything well, you and sent, you don't go to appointments anymore. Yeah, and you sent us a text one day in our council group text and it really, I, I mean, I knew your pregnancy and birth story was very different because of the pandemic. I, I obviously knew that for you and everyone else going through that. And even as you know, my assessments with my preschoolers is something we had to take into account that some of these little ones haven't been out of their house in a year or socialized mm-hmm. with any other kids in a year. So we took that into account. But 
I think one day, I don't know if it just hit you that day or what, but that text you sent us of like, what all the things you missed out on. Um, and like, mm-hmm. you know, we had so many women having like virtual zoom baby showers, which is something I never thought we would have to have. And, and so I think that will be a good episode where we can dive a little bit deeper into, into that. Yeah. Yeah. It was really strange. So, so yeah, our, my journey to parenthood with my husband was not at all what we expected. Um, we had just remodeled our house and we moved in and that weekend we went up to visit some family. And while we were there, I was thinking because we had just moved and we were traveling, I was really tired. But when we got home, literally our second weekend in our new house, I was like, I think I should probably take a test because I just feel kind of off and found out I was pregnant. So we went like, house, baby, here we are. Everything's here now. So we still, I feel like, are trying to get our house settled because I had a really, really rough pregnancy. Um, Nausea, vomiting-wise, that we'll talk about later on. So... But we have a healthy baby and we're seeing a light at the end of the tunnel. And yeah, our kids are the best parts of mm-hmm. us. Um, and also the most exhausting. So <laughs> definitely. And I went from looking those yeah. things, 25 to 70 yeah. in a matter of five years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. So, and I think our... Do you guys feel like our relationship changed at all when we had mm-hmm. kids? Well, like between the three I, of sometimes, us? Sometimes. Yeah. Or just like how we like communicated together. Like a part of me feels like it did. But then another part of me feels like when I'm with you guys, I get to have that like time back as my old yeah, self. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think that the good thing about this is I always feel like there's a baseline that no matter what we've gone through in our lives, because we've gone through similar things and we've gone through different things and we've been those people before we had kids and we've been those, we were actually friends before we became speech therapists because we met in grad school. So it's like, I feel right. like there mm-hmm. was, there's always this baseline bond, I guess as corny as that sounds. And then there have been things that have happened that like, I can remember Amy, Amy had, the baby before us, of course, because she has to one up all of us. So she had the baby, yeah, and I'm first. also the oldest here. I'm, she is. So. I'm the lazy <laughs> one. Amy, Amy wait, here. yeah, Amy had her. She is the oldest. But I remember when Amy had her baby, and Brittany and I did not have babies yet. And she would call me, or she would text us, or call us, and say like what was going on. And I'd be like, Oh wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Whatever. Sure. Whatever. Sounds weird. Sounds rough. And then when I had my first baby, I would call her and literally say like, I care now. Now I care because I get it. Yeah. (laughs) You did say that. Like I care now. I understand. I'm sorry that I didn't care before. I was like, I didn't care about this at all before, but now I totally get it. And I care now. And so (laughs) I think, and I feel like I had like the best, like, uh, cause I had, babies a lot uh, later than most of my few of good portion of my friends and you two, especially I was like, I'm, I got this. I'm prepped. And I don't feel like there was much shock because of how like in it and raw you guys were with it with me. Oh yeah. So obviously I had my own shock and personal like, you know, challenges bringing home a baby that you cannot experience until you're actually in it. But I do feel like because you guys had kids, you had five kids before I had any. Yeah. Yeah. So I like, I really, I felt prepared. Mm-hmm. 
Well, good. I'm glad we so could thank prepare you. you for that. Welcome. Yeah. I'm glad you care now. So I feel like it's been more yeah, like that baseline <laughs> bond has always been there. But then like if we went yeah. through similar things, like yeah. once, like, like you're asking me, like we got closer once we had kids, I feel like it was more like, oh, welcome to this train. Like we were always mm-hmm. yeah. together and no matter what, but it was almost like, oh, now you're on this train with us. Great. And then we could yeah. have that. Like I care now. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I care now. I, care now. I think, uh, we have like, you know, a discussion bullet here to talk about like transition from no kids to kids. And that I think could be a really good episode too, because that is, I'm still like in that shock mode of my husband. And I like transitioning from not having any children to having one here. Mm-hmm. And like, things are so different. Like the three of us are booking a trip this summer and I took my PTO and told my husband and we booked it. And then like, not even until like last week, I was like, Oh, I need childcare. <laughs> like I didn't even my, like Tim's still working during that time. Like I have a baby and I'm usually home with him those days. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of different to go from that. No kids to kids. It's a whole I'm glad that you realize that now instead of like the night before you leave, you're like, wait, who's going to watch this baby? <laughs> wait, wait. I'm a train yeah. is going by a train is going by. Oh, I kind of oh, like I that. that. You're that close to a Amy. Yeah. That you live that train. close to a train. Like really close to this train. My grandparents lived, I just dropped something. My grandparents lived by a train track and that sound to me reminds me of like spending the night at my grandparents in the summer with the windows open. My grandma had like when I heard that Mm -hmm. really, it like makes my, like my whole chest just melted because I was like so close Mm -hmm. to my grandparents. Do you remember when you were here last fall and we laid in the street and then I couldn't walk? We laid in the street. (laughs) That was such a weird story when you guys called to tell me about that. Oh, that's he like best. stood up from the ground and <laughs> so just kept he completely walked backwards. <laughs> kept walking backwards, <laughs> and literally. And she was like, "I can't, I can't stand that." I was the weirdest. I will never forget that feeling because it was so freaking weird. Like I think yeah, it was crazy. Like we were laying in the middle of the street, and then somebody. I think which Vince I, I was love like, that you make that sound like that's a completely normal thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> Not just one. That's what we do behind our house at this road. Like we lay in the street and look up at the stars because it's like super clear and there's no city lights and it's really like we drink, we do that and then we move on. Um, But like we were laying there (laughs) in the street and then I think I always get paranoid that a car is going to come, you know, because it makes sense. It's a street. Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Yeah. In the middle of the night. Somebody was like, Amy, a car. And like just to, there wasn't a car. And so I had like <laughs> been drinking and then stood up really fast. There's something with like my equilibrium, like something weird happened. <laughs> all I could, I literally was like, like I couldn't stop walking backwards. Yeah. It was so weird. And then I had to stop. But you were walking like so fast. <laughs> <laughs> You were just like, I can't get it out of my head. You were just like. (laughs) But the only way I could stop was to fall over. I made myself fall. (laughs) I made myself fall down. I scraped my knee and my hand that night on the road because I like literally could not stop walking backwards. (laughs) 
say that image. I wish everyone could could see it. I wish I could show you my mind because <laughs> picture Amy the middle of the night in the middle of the night, just like just like almost like running, out. <laughs> and then she just wipes out, and we're all just. <laughs> I could not stop. I don't know what happened. It was the weirdest thing. That was the weirdest thing. It was so funny. It was the weirdest. We're not going to put that in there. I just we sure had that memory with the train. I I think we we should should. put it in there. You don't want to? Or whatever. You can put it in there. I'm editing this episode. (laughs) (laughs) I got it. Anyway. Should we wrap wrap it up? We Mm -hmm. should wrap it up. Yeah. So, ladies, we talked a lot about our journey to motherhood. And we have kind of found that we will have a lot more talking points on motherhood. Mm -hmm. So, I'm excited to get into that stuff. And we'll make sure to have trigger warnings listed on some of those hot topics that we talked about. So, anyway... Ladies, what is in your to-go cup? Well, no. I think what's in my to-go <laughs> cup is how this can be the best adventure I think I will ever go on is becoming a mom. It is crazy. It is fun. It is hard. But um, it's it's been one heck of an adventure so far. And in my to-go cup is... I like I try to be conscious of this as much as I can on a daily basis, like how much I'm going to miss these things. I like try to remind myself in moments of chaos as much as I can, like you're going to miss this. You're gonna, and I say it out loud to my husband too, like you're going to miss this um, because I know that that's what's going to happen at some point someday. So I try to absorb it all and, you know, live in the moment as hard as it can be sometimes to do that. But I think that's in my to-go cup is just trying to like absorb these moments and know that it's short term. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. My to-go cup, I think is more excitement is not the right word, but just um, eagerness to learn like more about this journey, becoming a mom. Cause I still feel like I'm very much in the new mom mode. So Um, I'm excited and eager to learn more from you guys and from our other mom friends Mm -hmm. and just enjoy more fun experiences. This crazy path of motherhood. All right, everybody. I think that's Mm -hmm. a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you liked what you heard, please hit subscribe or follow. So, you know, each time a new episode is posted. Please do us a giant favor and join our Facebook group and follow our Instagram page, Cup of Counsel Podcast. A review would really help us out too. Let us know what you loved, what you want to hear more about, and what we could do to improve this podcast to make it the most meaningful for you. Thank you. Thank you.